Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Michael Diamond, conservative political pundit. Let's get his side of all of this. Uh, Michael, thanks for the time. Hope you're doing well. Uh, glad to be here. So what are your thoughts when, uh, well, with what you saw last night? Uh, I, you know, as you said, Jake Tapper, I think, uh, got it pretty, uh, pretty on point. Your daughter's reaction is, uh, sadly, uh, probably a fairly sensible one in this case. Uh, it wasn't overly entertaining, uh, as it could have been. You know, I did find, uh, some of, uh, the president's antics in the 2016 debates with Hillary Clinton to be at least entertaining. Uh, uh, last night, nothing was accomplished. The dialogue was non-existent. Chris Wallace, bless his heart, uh, admirably tried, but it was impossible between uh, the guy who had no interest in actually having a serious conversation and the guy who I'm not sure is capable of having a serious conversation, uh, especially with someone who uh, he despises so much uh, up against him. So uh, nothing was accomplished. The voters lost. The uh, audience lost. Uh, uh, networks will lose because it wasn't even fun to watch. So uh, folks are going to be less inclined to uh, tune in. Uh, to, to the next, uh, the next one. So uh, overall, everyone lost, uh, especially the country. Everybody's wondering what the second one is going to look like. I'm thinking uh, nothing short of a cattle prod will probably work for the second one. Well, you know, they'll have to uh, have them uh, separate and, uh, uh, you know, uh, cattle prods, probably a good idea. Uh, sedatives might be a good idea. I- I'm not sure, but hopefully they'll do something because uh, folks definitely deserve a proper dialogue on, on important issues, be it the court, be it issues that these two candidates want to talk about. But, uh, uh, you know, in the middle of an economic uh, uh, meltdown and a global pandemic, uh, American leadership is uh, certainly needed and uh, voters, uh, you know, need to talk about that they need to talk about the court uh you know trump uh to his credit did try and insert uh, some of the democrats amusing about packing the court and amusing uh, about giving uh, statehood to puerto rico and uh, the district of columbia smart politically and an important issue uh for him to expose but uh uh, beyond that, you know, I thought it was a shameful display, uh, particularly uh, when Joe Biden was speaking of his deceased son, uh, Beau, uh, who had been uh, attorney general in Delaware and served in the military. And Trump decided to turn to uh, personal attacks about uh, his living son, Hunter uh, Biden. I think it was a disgraceful way to remember the legacy and the memory of a uh, interference, the uh, remembrance of the uh, memory of a U.S. soldier and a U.S. public servant. How would Americans be viewing this today after what they have uh, after what they watched last night? Uh, you, you said, you know, you talked about it being entertaining. And I, I think we joked around yesterday that that's the reason I was watching. But it made me feel more un- uncomfortable than it did entertained. How do you think this is resonating with Americans? I think that's a very uh, good way of putting it uncomfortable because. For a lot of voters, I think, you know, the, they might look at this and shrug and not bother to mail in a ballot or show up at uh, potential risk to their own health uh, in, in November because of last night's uh, antics. Like, what an uninspiring debate, what an uninspiring uh, field of candidates, and what a time where strong leadership is needed more than ever. So it's the exact opposite of what uh, folks probably need for that encouragement to get into the, 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 the polls. So I do think that frustration is uh, is key. Uh, you know, one thing, uh, a very smart fellow I follow on Twitter, uh, 
pointed out is elections uh, for president haven't been about changing people's minds in a very long time. I mean, I remember in 20, uh, 2012, the only person in that race who seemed to change his mind was Mitt Romney, but he was a candidate. But for voters, it's not about changing minds. It's about uh, getting your base out. So neither candidate really hurt themselves with their own base last night. Uh, those folks who Donald Trump's bragged about uh, that they'll come out to vote for him if he were to go and shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, they're with him as much as they were before. He could have shown up naked last night, wasn't going to move anything. With Biden, you know, he has uh, the, the Democrats, they're going to show up for him. The people who really despise Donald Trump enough that they're willing to vote for Joe Biden, he had to do nothing to get them. But it's what about those people who look at these two guys and think, you know, 300 million people in this country, couldn't we do better? I'm just not going to vote. And I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see low voter turnout, not just because of the situation of having an election in the middle of a pandemic. And we know in New Brunswick, you can do it. We're going to see in British Columbia that you can do it. But not just because of the, uh, the, the time when the election is happening, but because of just how deplorable the race has been and how uninspiring the two candidates are. Do you think there will be another debate? Uh, it'd be interesting to see what either of them, including the moderator, what all three of them think about the performance last night today. Well, look, I mean, the, the president is someone who's never going to uh, admit that he did something that wasn't uh, spectacular and the bigliest success in the history of successes. So uh, for him as an entertainer, and remember, you know, he's he's a household name in part because he's been part of pop culture and uh, uh, been uh, broadcasted into living rooms of Americans for uh, uh, so long, be it The Apprentice or through tabloids before The Apprentice, uh, that that's uh, his uh, uh raison d'etre is to uh, entertain and make a show. And so he, he'll be pleased with himself because he's never uh, had a performance that he hasn't been pleased pleased about. I mean, for Joe Biden, it's definitely disappointing. This is a guy who was pulled off the campaign trail uh, for, it seems like, weeks to prepare for last night. And uh, the only real rehearsed line he seemed to have was about his uh, late son, Bo, as we were talking about uh, before mm. the interruption. And and frankly, I thought it was almost a bit too rehearsed, Stephen. So, uh, you know, what a disappointing night for him. He should definitely take stock. And perhaps uh, his advisor should allow Joe Biden to be the jovial, fun, nice guy that uh, I think folks do like after decades in the public eye. Uh, and, and they should uh, take stock of that for the next time for trump he's not going to change he's going to be donald trump never going to change you know he's going to keep on doing what uh, people have said isn't going to work but it's always worked for him what will there be a next time do you think there will be the scheduled second uh, debate and how will the rules or any of the protocol change for the second one well, I mean, you know, the, I think there will be the, the next debate uh, and the debate for the candidates uh, for vice president. I, I do believe uh, uh, is going to uh, is going to happen and is going to go forward. I'm uh, not uh, not uh, not expecting it to not. Uh, even uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar today said that she would definitely encourage Joe Biden to attend. Uh, it's going to be the job of the moderator, and I haven't looked to see who that is, but that's uh, going to be a Herculean task to try and uh, moderate the debate with uh, uh, these two uh, two fellow. But uh, that's what we're going to have to see a lot of work from the, uh, the moderators there. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, and, and maybe I'm biased here because, you know, I, I, I'll, uh, well, with the president's politics aside, I, I just I'm not sure how you can lead and be so divisive. Uh, uh, and again, you know, many have looked at me and, and say, right, you're right, <laughs> meaning right leaning. But I, I'm wondering how Republicans are feeling about this because at the end of the day 
uh, there's the personality, there's the character, there's everything that everyone's been talking about. Is that who you want representing your party, your country, uh, your people? I mean, it, that's completely fair. You know, I, I identify as a Republican, and I remember the 2016 cycle. I came on your show a lot and talked about, you know, how I found it depressing to go from, uh, you know, a couple cycles where you had Bob Dole, who I think is currently the greatest living American, as a Republican standard bearer, and John McCain, a, a hero of epic proportions, uh, be the standard bearer, uh, and to have that mantle taken over by a swindling New York City liberal, frankly, a terrible adulterer, a liar, a fraud, a cheat, it is really depressing uh, to, I think, to, to the legacy of the party of Abraham Lincoln. So there's a lot of folks, and you see that the never-Trump Republicans, as they're called, the people like Bill Kristol, people like Lindsey Graham at one time before Donald Trump got a tape of him doing God knows what uh, uh, or, or, or something of that nature. So, so I think there's a lot of Republicans who didn't vote for Trump last time. They're not going to vote for Trump this time. Some of them will vote for uh, for Joe Biden, as we saw with uh, John McCain's uh, uh, widow, Cindy McCain, uh, a few days ago, endorsing him officially, and his daughter will uh, surely as well. And, 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 and others, we saw, you know, Barbara Bush voting for Hillary Clinton last election uh, before she passed away, obviously. Uh, so there's a lot of Long-time Republicans have been repelled by Donald Trump, but what he has going for him this time again, he had it last time, is that open seat on the Supreme Court. Donald Trump at a rally in uh, 2016 yelled out, Supreme Court, remember, and it was a call to those Republicans that you might hate me, you might think I'm deplorable, but Hillary Clinton will put another Ruth Bader Ginsburg into Antonin Scalia's seat. You can't allow that to happen. Now the Republicans have, have that opportunity again, Donald Trump has that opportunity again, to hold the Supreme Court seat, which is frankly much more important than just the presidential election. You know, a president's going to come and go in four, maybe eight years. Uh, Donald Trump about four years left. It has the Supreme Court appointments that he can make in that, uh, that election uh, are going to be around for an awful long time. Okay, so vice presidential debate is coming up. Harris and Pence. Um, normally, I don't think most other than maybe people like you and me, Michael, would watch this sort of thing. Uh, is there more interest in the vice presidential debate because of what's happened last night? I don't think there's going to be more interest than usual, which is too bad, because if you think of some of the great uh, one-liners that have been uh, delivered, both both very you know, nice and jovial ones and uh, knockout punches like you, sir, or no uh, senator, or no uh, Jack Kennedy, it's occurred in the vice presidential debates, which, uh, which, start, uh, which, which you know, do happen uh, every season now. Uh, I don't think there'll be uh, greater interest, unfortunately. I do think it will be a more important debate, because uh, you have two people who are, frankly, going to be more compatible to having a debate and we'll, we'll be uh, a moderator who will be able to do a job in a reasonable manner because you don't have the uh, personality issue that uh, occurred last night. So I do think it will be a more important debate uh, where issues will actually be talked about, uh, but uh, no greater public interest would be my guess. So let's presume the second debate, presidential debate, does go ahead, whether there's rule changes or, or what have you. Will we see the same thing? Will we see Trump coming out and just beating up an old granddad? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think there's no reason to uh, think that's not going to happen. Uh, I, it's probably, it usually seems that the second debate is often in presidential elections a more town hall format uh, where it's not uh, uh, direct sparring between the candidates, uh, and that would be more conducive for a proper conversation. So I think that if that's the format that uh, this next one will occur, as uh, you know, there is a historical precedent uh, for, I think it will be a more useful debate. 
Uh, I do expect Donald Trump to be just as bitter. I tweeted yesterday that, you know, last time he used Hillary's emails and putting her in jail as a pivot point. He wasn't going to have that with Biden, but he was going to have Hunter Biden. And we certainly saw that he uh, used Hunter Biden as a pivot point. I think, well, uh, a couple times with the uh, uh, money he made out of Russia. Uh, funny that the president's talking about someone making money out of Russia, uh, about the money out of Russia, uh, his cocaine use, his dishonorable discharge. It was really uh, deplorable. Uh, but uh, I think we'll continue to see him use the Biden family as a pivot point, which is uh, rich because the president's family is probably much more of a, uh, a liability. I only got about 30 seconds left. At what point at the beginning of all of this, Michael, did you realize, oh, my, this is going off the rails? Both. Five minutes in, frankly, and uh, started getting messages from friends who were like, I'm turning this off. This is stupid. Uh, can't handle this. Uh, no point in watching it. So immediately. Mm. Wow. Michael Diamond with us, conservative political pundit, talking about the Trump-Biden debate last night. Michael, as always, thanks so much for the time. Be well. Take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.